Our world is dying, politicians are lying And just when you feel like crying Sit and have a listen to people who have shit themselves Hi, I'm Claudia I'm Evie And we are the hosts of The Poodcast And for those of you who don't know, The Poodcast is a podcast on a mission to learn about those (laughs) (laughs) You've got to keep that in, surely well yeah though we're back and a bit rusty aren't we um the foodcast is a podcast on a mission to learn about the lives of those living with bowel and bladder conditions whilst sharing a shitty story or two along the way and we are back for a little little mini just the poo of us uh to welcome ourselves back after a wee break Yes, we are. I would just maybe describe this as the the chit chat episode. The shit chat episode. The shit chat episode. You know what? You just come up with titles straight away, mate. You just plonk them in. I didn't even plan that at all. I can see that. I believe you. Well, how are you, Eves? How's your bum and tum? Oh, my God. What (laughs) a day. What a day. I was like, when we had this planned, and we didn't write a plan for it or anything, because we've both been busy due to factors, which maybe we we might go into, um, if everybody wants to. (laughs) If Uh, if all the five people listening would like to consent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Exactly. Um, Yeah, so we have been... um, kind of busy and I've not been focusing so much on my bum and tum. There have been bits I thought, oh, maybe I can talk about this morning. Something's happened. What happened? So, I'm cat-sitting at the moment. Okay. So, I've been staying over in somebody's house to give the cat breakfast and going back at night, give it dinner and, like, just so somebody's in the house. Because um, he's also not able to leave the house because he had a, he cut his leg open. So, he's oh, not fun. allowed to go out the house. So, he's got a little cone on his head. So, he's feeling a bit sorry for himself. And so, I'm just going to be there, like, whilst they're away on half term to look after this cat. Sure. Uh, but I had to go to work. Or well, I was supposed to come to back to my flat to record the podcast and go off to work. So I'm on the bus. I shit you not, this is what happened. I'm on the bus, uh, and I'm just thinking about things opening up again. Like your bum, or <laughs> my bum, my bum. My, that's always open. That's a given. Um, so I'm on the bus, uh, and I, I've also preface this. I've left many things at this house with the cat. I've okay. left pyjamas under the pillow. I don't know where the, my knickers are. They might be anywhere. I have really made myself at home. I've tucked little perfumes. I, I basically pretended that I lived there. I've yeah, been you using, really did. I've been using the, the mum's dressing table just to, you know, <laughs> do my makeup. Like, all my stuff is there. Were you also, like, pretending that, you know, that your husband and five children were also there, like, just doing a little yeah, role yeah. play by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rowan, get your shoes on. <laughs> Rubbing hand cream at night, doing like a long monologue about how yeah. pissed off I am that I've not been included on the PTA's latest meeting. All of this In shit. your kimono. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've got my little backpack with me and off I go, planning to go and feed the cat at about five or six tonight after work. Yeah. I... I was on the bus, it was really nice, bright, lovely, and I thought, God, it's remarkable, isn't it? Just the whole time, I've not had to self-isolate at all, it's remarkable, it's great. Um, anyway, it's a good job uh, that's not happened, because that would have been really difficult with work, because I don't have one steady job, I go to lots of different households, yeah, yeah. and considering that I've been to so many households in the past month, I'm going to say upwards of 25, uh, you know, doing babysitting, whatever, very different, very different people. Within maybe 30 seconds of that thought crossing my mind, notification, go home immediately, self-isolate for seven days. 
from the NHS app or from yeah, the family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. From the NHS app. So I was like, I, and you know when you just, something happens. And I was just like, yeah, that 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 does tally. That that <laughs> makes sense. That should have happened before now. Fuck. So I just was like on the, on the bus on the way to work. And I was just like, it's a fucking good job this bus goes past my house. <laughs> so get off the bus. Just came straight in and then I had to, I'm not kidding. I, I think I had to message... I've not even finished. I'm nine or ten people to say oh I can't come and look God. after your kid. Uh, I had to message the cat mum, and now I'm like, I can't go back there and get my knickers and undo the life that I've been pretending to lead by putting my things on her dressing table. Are you going to ask like, them to like post your pants? I'm going to be like, can you post my pants? But P.S. Can you find them because I don't know where they are. <laughs> Step one: find the pants. <laughs> the dad's <laughs> gonna. Th- She's going to think like the dad's having an affair with somebody when he. Well, what kind finds... of pants were they as well? Were they sexy? Oh, not pants? good. No, 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 no. Okay, no, so no, he's no, having no. a shit affair if he. A very relaxed affair if he is. Yeah. One. Oh, he's having an affair with a 70 year old woman. Okay, fine. Um... <laughs> and, and he doesn't care about elastic. Are you going to take a test? Yeah, yeah. I think I should. I mean, I've all, I'm eligible to get one, so I've just yeah, ordered yeah. one. Okay, good. Um, but, I mean, you know, I think I'm feeling fine. But now I've been told, I'm like, well, I am very hot. Is it because I'm getting a fever or is it because it is gen- it's very hot weather? I mean, I'm very hot as well. Yeah, so. exactly. But then I was like, oh, so I've just been to Brighton away for bank holiday weekend. Yeah. I've been everywhere. I went on the beach. I went to like a bar. Mate, I, I hugged you on Saturday. If you, on Sunday, if you got it, I'm bloody yeah. fucked. Oh, shit. If, if, I've, if I test positive, I don't, still don't think you'll have to isolate though. Because I I, th- I think maybe this might have... I thought it maybe happened when I was in Brighton, but the two people I went to Brighton with, they didn't get the notification. This has happened to me before, like getting off the train, and on that same yeah. train, my boyfriend has not had it either, so... Yeah, and yeah, my boyfriend hasn't had it. He doesn't have to isolate, which is insane, because no, he's going to come it? back to this house, and then he's going to go out. So if I do have it... If I, get, if I test positive, then he will have to isolate as well. Yeah. But... Um, at the moment he doesn't so it's all very strange so i don't i can't narrow it down to even a location as to where i might have got this because i've been going so to so many different places from work and throughout this i've thought um i'm I, you know i'm a recipe for disaster um and i don't apologize for that because you shouldn't <laughs> because i have not had a choice i need to pay my rent for somebody else's third or fourth home, I'm not. I'm not going to get into political discussion about this. But um, you know, people our age are fucked over because they live with however many people in a house. Yeah, I'm fortunate so not to be one of those. Everybody our sort of age or generation is working in hospitality, childcare, schools, whatever it is. Like, pfft. sorry, not sorry. Sorry if I've given it to anybody inadvertently. I'm sorry for myself. I'm sorry for everyone surrounding me. Um, but but. I'm genuinely buzzing. I'm I'm fine to be at home. It's not a problem. I had a number of things lined up I really, really didn't want to do. Mm. And now I've got the perfect excuse to stay at home and watch Catfish. And do you know what I'm going to watch Catfish with, Claudia? The what? moment I got that notification, I went on the fucking brownie website. I knew it! And I ordered myself some brownies. They should be arriving tomorrow or Saturday. You're going to have a lovely time. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm going to come out maybe a stone heavier. But I'm okay with that. Mate, I think everybody is is at least base. Base limit is a stone heavier already. Oh, so yeah, there's yeah, no judgment yeah. there. But it is funny, isn't it, though? Because things are starting to go back to normal. And mm. so you do. You have to 
go to work and do all these things and you get to go to restaurants and see friends and whatever and it's suddenly like oh no hold on covid we can't work around you anymore like i can't i can't do that so suddenly if you'll get a bit of a shock back into pandemic life it is a bit weird not that we feel that we're past it but there's definitely been a shift yeah definitely i think because like you know three quarters of adults have had a vaccination yeah Um, i got i got my text i got my text have you yeah, I'm I'm Why booked in for my first jab. Well, they're you're gonna... under thirty. I know, but Rich got one as well. Maybe it's just our um, uh, maybe it's yeah, our your area GP. But yeah, I'm booked in, in two weeks time. First jab. Fucking fantastic! Can't that wait. is bloody fantastic. I wonder what you'll get. You're either gonna get I've got Pfizer. Pfizer. Or... Oh yeah, you are. Pfizer baby. I am Pfizer. I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna eject. I am Pfizer. Yeah, something something along those lines. I I love it. We're going together. Couples who jab together kill each other, you might say. I don't know. Stop. Yeah, we're going to get needled up in in faith and matrimony. So you got a text on the same day then? Yeah, we did. That is great. My boyfriend's much older and haggard. He is. He's what, 56 now? I think so. (laughs) He doesn't look a day over 22, sweetie. No, he's he's thirty, so he's, uh, <laughs> no. In all seriousness, he's I still really that. old. <laughs> he's still really old. He's much older than we are. So yeah, so that's my so. And there were things on the bum and tum to discuss, but this has just trumped all of that. I that's huge, I and mean, I'm sure we'll get on to the other things as well. But that that is a that's yeah. a big one. And something I would like to add is, yeah. as a result of that, because I'm self-employed, I am eligible for a payment to be to yes. stay at home. Yes. Well, look, I consider myself to be relatively tech savvy. I'd say not like, you know, I'm not a coder, but I'm at least, you know, better than people like my my mum, for example. Yeah, or she your really old call- boyfriend. Or my haggard boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she would have to physically call up a number or send something in the post because this is all I'd done on the app claiming financial support. Right. It was really, really difficult and not easy. And it made me feel a bit sad about all the people that maybe would be eligible for this but then simply weren't able to do it because it said you can take screenshots from your phone as you have to provide evidence of that you're self-employed and evidence of your tax code and evidence that you've been asked to self-isolate or like evidence of your bank account so many things um and it said you can take screenshots on your phone so I did that and it was like sorry don't recognize this kind of file it has to be jpeg so I was like if I didn't have a laptop or somebody didn't have a laptop how would you how would also, you do that? You have I'm to then sorry, download it's an no app coincidence. Because... It's no coincidence that, you know, something that's going to prevent you from getting money from the government. <laughs> it's been made very like, difficult. It's been made very, very hard. And and that that was even when I got onto it. It still took quite a long time for me to... You, you click on the link on the app, but it doesn't take you straight to applying. You have to check your eligibility first. Then you have to enter all your details. You have to wait for a code. You have to wait for your special NHS track and trace number. It's not... It, it wasn't easy. Fortunately, touch wood, I think I've done it. And I'm Congrats. definitely, thank you so much. I'm definitely eligible. But um, but yeah, I've just really, it kind of put into perspective that actually it might be much harder for a lot of people out there. Maybe if you just sent them a picture of your muffins, that's not a pun, the muffins that you wish to order, to say, look, this is what 90% of the money that you're sending me will go on. Maybe it just would have fast-tracked it. People understand that kind of shit. Yeah. No, I don't Sorry. mean muffins, I mean brownies. Where did muffins come from? The brownies that you're going to buy. Yeah, I think it's probably because we've spoken about after the brownie, I turned into a human muffin. That 
factor. That's probably what it is. The timeline is incredibly confusing. But yeah, maybe that just would have gave you a bit of a fast pass into getting that money. People understand that kind of shit. Well, I think because it did say, you know, any additional evidence section. (laughs) So maybe I could have screenshotted my order from this company and to say, look, I've just spent £12 on brownies. What the fuck do you expect me to do about that? It's going to have to come from you. She's a woman in need. One of my favourite things I can't I leave saw... the house to buy any, can I? So I'm going to have to order them online. Send it over. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter recently that really made me laugh. It was, um, they'd ordered, I think it was like um, a smoothie via Uber Eats. And, oh, they'd, nice. um, and they'd sent a complaint via Twitter saying, look, it hasn't arrived. I, I'm going to need a refund. And Uber Eats got back in contact and said, can you please show us proof that it hasn't arrived? So they sent them a picture of them holding nothing in midair. <laughs> How do you prove that you've not received something? Just a, a really sad face, a, you know, a really hungry stomach. I don't know. What what do you show? The really dry tongue? I don't know. But that just really made me laugh. Oh, God, it's so funny. I mean, I wonder what... what... That, and surely that must be what everybody does who gets that. I mean, what, yeah. what can anybody else do? I'd send them a really, really grumpy face, like a really hangry face. <laughs> this is proof, you bastards. It, I, I do get quite spicy with them Hermes because every single time I have a complete nightmare. And the latest one, <sighs> maybe we'll put this on our Instagram, I got um, <laughs> confirmation of delivery and the picture was just like a completely blurred grey ski screen of where they'd left the parcel <laughs> just like a grey square and I was like oh perfect I'll, brilliant I'll look I'll look there then cheers Dora the Explorer going out seeing what she can find yeah my friend's got left in the middle of a stairwell in the block of flats that she lives in she was, this has just been left for anybody it's not even left outside a door it's just in the middle of the stair it's actually a hazard more yeah, than anything so oh good oh, oh god anyway so that's my um that's my update i'll let you know if i get any symptoms what about you beautiful how, are you? how am i well i'm very sweaty i'm a bit burnt right now because I, I won't complain though because the sun is here and that is yeah really nice you can they say it was want. well maybe i am ginger but it was didn't they say it was the wettest may in 160 years Yes, that's really that upsetting. Is, it was all. It was fucking awful. I was wearing a winter coat last week. Yep, yep. But the sun. I don't know about. Maybe this is just me because I'm absolutely pathetic in heat. But overheating always gives me really bad diarrhea. Like oh, when, yep. Every time. So that's yep. been a little bit rubbish the last couple of days. But then you're trying to enjoy the sun, and then you know it's just a quick trip to the toilet. But then your bum's a bit sweaty because you've been in the sun, and you just you just feel a bit. A bit rank, mm, don't you? Yeah. Um, Pulling the clothes back on as well. Oh, like just... if you've got trousers on and you're really sweaty, you pull yeah. them down to go for a wee. It's them, the process of pulling the trousers back up, you're a bit like, Ugh. It's not nice. And, and I think we've been in complete disbelief about that this weather was coming because I think, you know, post-pandemic, during pandemic, whatever we're in, you, you kind of have to lower your expectations for everything. So the idea that sun was coming really didn't seem like that was actually going to happen. So we've just been away in Suffolk for a few days and we did not take summer clothes, like in the yeah, slightest. So I was sat there sweating in jeans and, and, you know, quite a nice but quite restrictive blouse. And I was just getting really cross with everybody. It was, but lovely, you know, British summer. Yeah, apart from that, it was great. That's what you expect, but... Yeah, no, that's so that's been nice. 
Did you burn, Claudia? I did burn my back just a little bit, just where where my boyfriend had missed my factor fifty. Where you, this is why they say you should put suntan lotion on naked because then you won't miss anything. Because once you've got mm. clothes on, people think they're better than they are and they miss the little straps or miss the little yeah. crevices and those are always the places you burn and guaranteed that is exactly where I burnt. So so what was the gap in your clothing? What were you wearing? I was wearing a shirt that had um like it, it's almost got like a it sounds horrible but it's quite nice. It got like a lace up bit uh, part of the back. Um, like, so there's kind of little mini gaps in between each of the bits where it laces up and it was just in one of those gaps. That, that is classic. That is a classic burn spot. And if I'm honest, I think your boyfriend should have known better. He's an absolute... He should have known better. But he, and he also, he doesn't burn. So he just doesn't, he doesn't understand this kind of, you know, human squashy life that I live. Like, you need, Mm. you need it. I need the factor 50 in every single crevice of my body because... There is no escape and there is no safe space. I'm surprised he doesn't burn because he's quite fair. No, he's quite dark. He goes, yeah. Oh, man. But normally, he's not. I would not even describe him as olive skinned. Oh, no, no, not at all. But in in summer, literally one day out, and he's like, yeah. Brown. Yeah. It's very annoying. To be fair, I think I'm not one day out brown but I do tan easily and I don't I don't really burn that easily either but I really want normally to I am pale and when I looked at myself after I think it was like the start of March and we'd been inside for however god knows how long I was like I look I look like a ghost I, I mean <laughs> I looked like Colin Craven in Secret Garden when he's just been in bed for his whole life I love what I look like but then the one day I went out I was like oh yeah oh my god this is what vitamin d feels like the old vitamin d in bulk everybody's been craving it and you know what suddenly everything that i was worried about a few days ago Mm. i feel like i have a complete handle on a bit of the sun yes genuinely because of the sun all these things i was like don't know what i'm gonna do how am i gonna overcome these things blah 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 blah. get a bit of sun and i'm like i'm the master of my own destiny i'm in control i'm fantastic my life is completely together and it's fantastic (laughs) this is why australian people are just so much happier than we are and And, maybe a bit more cocky yeah and yeah they've just got a slower accent because there's no rush for them to do anything (laughs) You know, it's all totally fine. I'll take my time. That's all. That was all right. There's I definitely can better say, than me. Eden, you're a bloody bogan, Eden. Eden. Well, actually, our next uh, guest after this episode will be Australian. So maybe I was about to say maybe we need to work on our accents, but maybe we just shouldn't do them at at an Australian. I feel like we definitely shouldn't, but I feel both of us are probably likely to start. We will at some doing point. It. But just because I think we would be both our co-changers and we'll pick up an accent, so I'll probably say, "Oh hi, how you going?" That's what they say, isn't it? How you going? How you going? My, oh, I'm fine. We had a, we have an Australian teacher at school, and she said for the first few months she thought everybody thought she was terrible at her job because everybody kept saying to her, "You're right," because she was like, "Somebody asked you if you're all right." If if you uh, look scared or down, like, you know, they're asking, are you okay? But whenever I see in the corridor, I'm like, hey, Molly, you all right? And she said, I just was, I thought, everybody thought I was so incompetent. 
and I must have looked terrified all the time because everyone kept asking if I was all right. But how's it going is a weird thing to say to yeah, somebody. Yeah, it's like, how, or they say, how are you? They how say, are how you are, going? How, and it's like, I'm going by train. I, <laughs> like, I'm, it's a weird... I might prance or skip or leap. Yeah, all these things. I don't know. Then again, there are loads of things that I say that don't really make sense. Like, I, on the Isle of Man, you would say, if somebody's throwing up, you'd say they were getting sick. Like, they say that in Ireland as well. You're getting... So if somebody's vomiting, they'd be like, oh, she's in the corner getting sick. Like, as if she's being presented with it. Like, as if what's coming out of your mouth is a present. She's getting sick, yeah, yeah. Which That's is weird. Amazing. So there are all sorts of things like that. So I don't want to be too much of a hypocrite, but I do still find, how are you going? When there are so many other options available, weird. You don't need that. The Canadian girl I work with couldn't get over that we call um, it candy floss. She was oh, hysteric. They, they call cotton candy. Cotton candy. And, but I, I was ready to like reciprocate and be like, well, that's stupid. But actually, why the fuck do we call it candy floss? Why do they call it cotton candy? It's not because really it looks cotton. like cotton, but it looks like cotton, doesn't it? It looks flossy. It looks like floss. Does it? Yeah. All right, fine. Well, that that will be the argument I go back to her with <laughs> yeah, on like Monday floss. morning. Candy you come floss. here. Well, but then, but then, what, what do you mean? It looks like cotton. Like it looks like a it looks like a cotton ball, doesn't it? Like you know, like cotton wool. If you think of a ball of cotton wool, mm, that that mm. looks like candy floss. Oh, sorry. Yes, I was just thinking about the fabric. Yeah, it doesn't look like a pair of pants. Like yeah, yeah. Speaking of so. which, that I actually must mention on my bum and tum. We we've been very lucky to uh, try out uh, pants from one of our sponsors, Moddy Body, which are fantastic. But I've also found another pair of pants that I need to scream about from the rooftop and in the place that you never thought you would find it. Oh, can in- I guess? I'll give you three guesses, and if you get this, I will give you five pounds. Is it a sh- is it a shop? It is. So uh, what I'm what I'm guessing here is a shop name. Yes, please. Mountain Warehouse. No. <laughs> okay, that would be quite rogue. So it's actually right by a mountain warehouse, which is really funny. Is it a supermarket? No. But I'm not giving you any more clues because I don't can't afford to lose five pounds. Okay, so I've got two guesses left and mm-hmm. it's not Mountain Warehouse, but it is shocking, surprising. Wow, pzow. Um, Burton. Nope. It's so shocking because you wouldn't expect them to sell pants. Right, I see. Okay, Paper Chase. Oh my God, you're so close because it is really like Paper Chase. It's oh, almost like a shitter okay. version of Paper Chase. It's Neon Sheep. I've never heard of neon sheep. Oh cheap, my so god! I okay, got that. it's like it is. It's like a kids' version of Paper Chase. Amazing! It's terrible, but I went in there to Are get they a card. Kids pants? Sorry. No, no, they're okay. not. But like, do you know what they look like? Almost like um, like cotton corduroy. Like oh, nice, really like, nice. Like rib. Yeah, Fuck love me. that. Love ribbed. Honestly, guys, if you are listening and you are in need of really comfy-ass pants, which I know you all are because you listen to this podcast, go to Neon Sheep. They're £5, and I just bought them... Because you know you're in these... It's a bit like Tiger. You go in for something and you spend, you know, £300, like, and suddenly you've come out with stuff you didn't need. It was a bit like that, and I went in for a card and I ended up buying a skipping rope um, and two pairs of pants and a couple of <laughs> a couple of pencils that were quite fun. Um, nice. And I've gone back in since and bought five more pairs because they are 
the nicest pack. And I'm wear this is the this bralette that I'm wearing. This is the matching matching bralette so and pants. So nice. Oh, I'm gonna go fun. in and get some. Go Obviously, and get when I'm allowed some. to leave the fucking house. Yeah. Well, if you'd won the bet, you could have just bought some with the money I sent you, but you didn't. So I'm quite happy yeah. about that because we all need our pennies. Oh my goodness! Well, that's basically quite good news for the Bollington for you. Yeah. Is yeah. It's been it's been all right. It's been a shit few weeks. I won't lie to you. Mm. Um, Shall we talk about that? Yes. Okay. We can we can delve into it a little bit. So because it's also been a it's it's been a bit of a, I don't want to describe it as synergy because that's quite business talk. But but we I mean it wasn't me but we had quite a lot of, quite a lot of the old death on the plate, didn't we? We did. Like yes, and literally the yeah the week before we we spoke to Lauren Mahon, didn't we, about bowel cancer and breast cancer? We did. And I think I was speaking on that podcast about a family member I was very worried about who had cancer. Um, and then, yes, a week later, um, so I, my my grandmother was, was very, very poorly with cancer and I was informed at the beginning of a week that she'd been taken into a hospice. Um, so she was with uh, my mum and her siblings and we had, uh, you know, a, a text and a phone call from my mum saying, like, prepare yourselves, it will be sometime this week. Um and then I did get a call, but it was actually my granddad. Her partner had died. Um, and then less than 24 hours later, then she passed away. So it was, it it was, I mean, it, it was horrible and heartbreaking for our family to lose, you know, essentially the, the heads of our, our family to two people that were so, so loved by everybody in such a short s- space of time. And it was such a weird feeling because you're waiting to feel worse. Like, I, I think I, I was so ready for, well, I wasn't ready at all, but I, w- I was really preparing myself to, to say goodbye to my grandma. And then when I got the call about my granddad, it just completely sent me over the edge because, and then I also knew that any moment I was going to get another call saying that she had died. So I was just kind of sat at home on my sofa, just preparing myself for more grief. Um, and then yeah, and then we we've had two funerals in eight days. Um, so that was a barrel of laughs. It was very strange seeing all the family on at my granddad's funeral and then being like, "And um, we'll see you next Monday <laughs> for my grandma's funeral." Yeah, um, good couple of big gigs there. Yeah, exactly, events. huge events. I actually did have a bum and tum moment though at my uh, my grandma's funeral. I I wrote a poem about her and and oh, read funny. it at the funeral which I'm really glad I did but I I was very anxious about it and so we get we get to um the the chapel and uh, <laughs> the crematorium sorry and I see all of our family and all of her best friends that I haven't seen for quite a few years and obviously like you know your organs come out your stomach don't they you suddenly think oh, I need to go to the bathroom yeah 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 and I get on the toilet and I need to do a nervous poo, but because we we have eaten so terribly the last few weeks because it's just been takeaways, like I've been yeah, just not yeah. in a good frame of mind, so we've just not been cooking anything. So I didn't have what was the nutrients I needed <laughs> for this nervous poo to come out, but it had to come out. And then suddenly I'm so I'm sat in this toilet and then I just hear a knock on the door. Claudia, um, we're going in. They're bringing out the coffin. <laughs> 
I can't get up. Yeah, like, they're going to have to wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Tell her to get back in. Like, it would just, oh, God, it was terrible. And so I was almost, like, moving myself, like, back and forward, trying to just get myself had, in a better position. Had you got position. medication with you? Had you got no, bits? No, I had oh, nothing. What? No I had absolutely no bits, no nothing. And I could hear the music. So this was also another. So my grandparents both had the same uh, music um, for their funerals. It was time to say goodbye. My granddad had it, the Catherine Jenkins version. But my grandma, and we think she must have been on morphine when she chose this. She'd found hers on YouTube of a Dublin busker playing the pan pipes. And it sounded like, you know, those like, um, those dubbing, whatever it is, like bad dub. Oh, stuff. yeah, yeah the shreds. <laughs> Honestly, we were walking into this funeral behind a coffin, obviously all sobbing, it was terrible. And then you just hear, da, 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 da. Like, it, <laughs> it was so terrible like honestly and then so now I'm like crying because I'm laughing and actually it was really special the the vicar who um did the service at my grandma's used to work with her at Marks and Spencer's in the underwear department and then became a vicar um so they'd managed to get hold of her to do the service and she even said when she started she was like thank you all for coming in to, (laughs) to that strange piece of music and you'll be pleased to know you'll be hearing it on your way out again so it was just just really really random choice um so it was played twice it was played at the end as well so i'm you know so we're all sobbing and we're getting through the service and then you say (laughs) oh man but she was hysterical in life so she must be in death as well um well, I'm so, very yes. sorry that you've uh, had such an awful time. It's um, Thank you, mate. very, very difficult. And I don't really like it when people say at least X, Y, and Z, because yeah. I think that can be quite um, um, minimalising, saying, well, at least this and that. But I think it's quite remarkable that sort of towards the end, they never had to live without each other. They yes. Were, they went so close. You know, they obviously were both very ill, which is, is desperately sad. But they weren't really apart. And I think as difficult as it is in in these times especially with all the restrictions and everything going on that you were able to see your family yes. be with them and i think that the, your grandparents would have been very very happy in the knowledge that you would have all been been able to be together totally i mean my heart goes out to people that had to um that had to plan funerals i mean even just the idea of losing a loved one but that process of uh, my my mum had to put something out on facebook and said i'm so sorry but if you do not get an invite you can't come and you know we were allowed because restrictions had been lifted by that point we were allowed i think 45 people in the crematorium and so, so everybody that wanted to come was able to come and then they kind of put out a like a zoom like a webcast thing so people that couldn't make it could watch it but poor poor people that had to go through this at the beginning of the pandemic not being able to have your loved ones with you at the worst time of your life it is just horrific and I'm, I'm so sorry for anybody that had to go through that because it was it was terrible and I, and I was so grateful that I got to got to see her it was it was quite sad because my granddad was in a home so nobody really got to go see him they still had quite a lot of restrictions on that um but no we did get our time and we did get our chance to say goodbye um but no, it is. It you got is. your chance to say goodbye. Twice. Do, 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 do. 
Um, but but yes, no. And so that we had a little break to give me a bit of time. And it is, I was thinking about about the podcast during the time because I was I was looking at my taking stock of how my bum and tum were were dealing with it. And grief is is a like your insides just like they just get all completely knotted up and you don't really think about eating do you and then when you do eat you eat terrible stuff yeah, and so then you suddenly realize you're very hungry as yeah well, so you make poor, poor and and you just and you also you know if you're like me as well you take a lot of comfort in just snacking on everything um so yeah so my my bum and tum have been have been quite quite terrible the last few weeks but you do then start to notice you know like when time allows you to feel a bit better that you then you then start eating a bit better or start wanting to do a bit of exercise and and all of that so yeah especially with the weather being so much nicer hopefully that's going to make exercise and eating you know lighter things yeah it'll be more much more appealing totally Um, well it was a quite it was very strange actually as well because um when claudia's um grandparents died was it on a Friday and Saturday Thursday and Saturday yeah Thursday and Friday then on the Monday I was driving back from holiday with my yes. boyfriend and he gets a call out of the blue saying his his granddad just died very very suddenly I mean he was 95 so it wasn't yeah. um it wasn't really so it wasn't surprising, but it was quite shocking because he didn't necessarily have anything wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he had COPD for years, which is um, a respiratory condition. Okay. Um, possibly, I mean, definitely caused by smoking for many years. But he had yeah. stopped, also not smoked, I think, for, you know, 30 years or something. Been a long time. Um, and yeah, he just went to bed and just didn't get up again. And have you, you know, guys been to his funeral yet, or is that still no, coming up? No, his funeral is going to be on the 24th of June, so it's okay. in three weeks. Um, but again, that's going to be limited to about 40 people, so there yeah. may be people that, yeah, again, sorry, if you don't if you don't get an invite, you're, you're not coming. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's quite funny. I do have quite fond memories of him because he, can, he only ever called me LV. LV, yes. Of He's course. consistently called me LV. And uh, he was also, <clears throat> I think last summer, having problems sort of getting around the house. He was in sheltered accommodation. So he had his own house, but, um, you know, there were all like staff members around. It was like a community just in case he was unwell, or I think motion sensors in their house so they could tell if there hadn't been movement for a while, then they would go and check. Yeah. That everything was okay. Um, and he was having trouble getting around the house without sort of falling down. <clears throat> so he asked my boyfriend's brother to get him some like little steps, you know, like um, like a step ladder, but only like, you know, like two steps, the tiny, tiny, tiny Yeah, the ones. kitchen ones, yeah. The kitchen ones um, for him to lean on as he was going around the house. Um, and uh, he asked him and said, oh, you know, how much are they? And my boyfriend's brother said, oh, yeah, I found a set. They're only five quid in Wilco. And he was like, they're only five pounds. Well, you must must get me four pairs and I shall give you 20 pounds. <laughs> so he was like, great, 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 great. He took them over a couple of weeks later and he was like, why why have you got me four pairs of steps? What am I going to do four pairs? And, and my boyfriend's brother was like, well, you you asked me for four. And apparently he went, God, I don't know what I'm going to do four pairs of these. And then apparently there was a long pause and he went, well, I suppose one day little LV could have them to help her reach things. And he thought once he died, 
then I would inherit the steps. So <laughs> Good I old LV. So LV couldn't reach things in the kitchen. So um, I don't know how well-timed it was, but yeah, on the day that um, he passed away, I started messaging saying, can I can I get those fucking steps now? <laughs> LV needs her steps. Do you know LV what? LV needs to reach things in the kitchen. Oh, apparently it was little LV or little Gillian who was uh, something to do with the choir. <laughs> so if I, if I didn't want them, little little Gillian could have them. I don't think he was friends with little Gillian. I just think he thought, well, she's little, so she might need What steps. about little Claudia? I can never get to my Gene. wine glasses. I need some. Well, sweetheart, if you want them, they might be all yours. Oh, I might have to might have to see what yeah. see what I can do about that. In all seriousness, I could probably do with a pair because I can't ever reach Prosecco glasses. And why? Why is it the things that we crave the most are put up on the higher shelves? The the yeah. you know, the... <laughs> that was quite that was quite um honestly i mean i am just talking about wine glasses but it really can relate to many many things i need to get some steps or i just need to just sort out the way we organize our cupboards because actually having to ask my boyfriend to get me down a wine yeah. glass is there's always that little look and i'm like F -f -f just oh, give it to yeah. me and i'll just drink my wine on my own now piss off <laughs> oh man but yes well what a, uh, what a sad happy weird time funny i uh, yeah i think i you've got to moving forward try and find the laughter in it haven't you because otherwise yeah, you'll cry whilst it is it you know it is sad um sometimes i find when old people die whilst it's being really sad funny things come out and when um they were sorting out my boyfriend's granddad's house they found a bus book just called my death book and inside <laughs> it had all the things he wanted to happen at his funeral and all these things he planned out and one of them was the song he wants to end the funeral he put very specific instructions about the timings uh, when they need to absolutely cut off at one minute 18 and it's the song my way oh. i don't think i'm gonna be able to get through the funeral without laughing because we a couple of years ago there was a karaoke night that we did for new year's eve with my boyfriend's family which was slightly strange in itself but then everybody left the room to get drinks. And for some reason, it was just me and his granddad left in the room. And he couldn't hear very well. So he was just screaming down the microphone while staring me dead in the eye. I did it my way. Like, so intense. And my memory of that song is him performing to me with nobody else in the room. I think at one point, my boyfriend's uncle came in, saw what was happening and went out immediately. Yeah. And it was still me and him, him sort of weirdly sort of shouting at me but also serenading me with my way now the fact that that's the song at the end of the funeral i'm sorry but that is going to be funny but it good i is. i and i hope i hope it does make people laugh and smile yeah. they, those that was you know there were some lovely moments in both my grandparents funerals where where they talked about funny stuff that they did or like silly stuff that they'd both request of their funerals or or you know how little my my grandma had 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 left in terms of instructions for her kids so literally all she left them was that she said she wanted a bog standard funeral and <laughs> Um, and this fucking panpipe song. Like, so it just... A bog standard like, I mean, they actually did, they quoted that, and my mum wrote a beautiful um, eulogy for it and just said, this is what she she said, I want a bog standard funeral. You do hope in these services that, that there is time to laugh because you hope that people have had such lovely lives that there's yeah. so many, so many things you can laugh. And if not, just play some fucking panpipes and... I guarantee you that oh. will do it. Um, oh, but gosh. Yes, oh. I 
I mean, I feel like it's just gonna. I've, I'm finding it quite still quite hard to to get my head around it and it, there's course. just so much stuff I mean my my grandma just was obsessed with steps and the Spice Girls and steps like so god Christ anytime you hear stuff that's supposed to make you really happy which I'm sure at one point will make me really happy um at the minute I just can't I can't bear it but you just you just need need a bit of time don't you and yeah then, of course I think definitely space because it is is, as you said really poignantly before you're waiting to feel worse and I think until you're not waiting to feel worse it's it's hard totally totally so um I just want to thank all the listeners for sticking with us so far because we have to due to factors we have to rebroadcast a few Mm -hmm. old episodes but now we've got our shit chat back and we have a couple of fantastic guests coming up in the next two weeks so it will be new episodes only from here on in and we'll be including your toilet tales as well so please do email in any toilet tales that you have i don't think we've got any at the moment no we need some more after the break yes please let us know let us know yeah come on guys we've been having a hard time you just just make it a bit easier hey, for us come on and if, it's, if it's a funny death tale maybe. oh yeah yeah some more funny funeral tales that's a good one yeah funny funerals maybe farting at funny funerals oh yes farting at funny funerals we love that on a friday in february Anyway. Lovely stuff. Please do email us in um, at thepoodcastofficial at gmail.com or on social media. You can DM us the underscore foodcast on Twitter or Instagram or, you know, just send good vibes if you can't be bothered. Just Please send do. Good vibes. Into yeah. the atmosphere. And we will be gracing your ears with some fantastic new guests coming very soon. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.